Welcome to A Pastor's Perspective. Now life is full of heartache, struggle, and pain, but the way we see it, we overcome because He overcame. We are to always pray. And everything that we do, we do it in Jesus' name. Now, a pastor is a shepherd. He's not selfish. He's friendly. He's a helper. A pastor is a teacher. Faithful. Sensible. He's much more than just a preacher. A leader. Well-respected. And this, well, this, my friends, is a pastor's perspective.
Myself a shout out for putting that together. Shout out, Pastor Kelvin. That was outstanding introduction. Listen, welcome to A Pastor's Perspective. I am your host, Pastor Kelvin Steele. I hope you guys are excited as I am tonight. Listen, I see a few of you coming in the room from YouTube and Twitter. Do me a favor. Go ahead on the Facebook app and share this out for me. Tag someone, invite them in the room. I don't want them to miss the discussion on tonight. Listen, in the green room, in our digital green room, I have my friend, my sister, my family, my partner, Sister Shavetta Belton. We go all the way back. I'm not going to say how many years because... I look good for my age. Listen, so I'm not going to take it all the way back, but I'm so excited to have this woman of God on. Listen, we hadn't really talked in quite some time. We saw each other a few months ago, and I reached out to her, and she was just so kind to say, you know what, Kelvin, I got you. I'll come on your show tonight. She is doing so much in the kingdom. Listen, not only the natural work with her spa, but the work that she is doing in the kingdom, entrepreneur motivational speaker, inspirational speaker, podcast upcoming. She's got a, a show called A Sip of Morning Motivation. Listen, I don't know where she's got the time to do it all, plus a family. I'm just super excited to have her with us tonight. So with no further ado, I'm going to bring her into the room. Good evening. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being here on tonight. I'm so excited to have you. You've already got. <laughs> Thank you. We've got Sister Harris. I appreciate that shout out. She saw graphics fire. <laughs> I appreciate you, sis. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. So, Shavetta, how are you doing? I am doing great. I am doing great. I'm excited to be here. Really am. Really. I'm excited that you took, and I know we keep saying the word excited, but I know how busy you are. I'm watching the flyers that are coming out. I'm watching <laughs> your your shows that you're doing. I know you, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I promise I won't get offended. I know you just recently retired from doing hair. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. But you're still, you still own <laughs> businesses. <laughs> I do. I own two. I um I own the one that um my original, which is the one it's not the original location, but it's my headquarters. I call it the headquarters. Um it's located on two notch road. Look, my husband has the eyes. He's probably trying to figure out how I do it all too, right? <laughs> God bless you, brother Belton. Thank you for sharing your family for tonight. Go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. Um, the one that's on two notch is the headquarters. That's the home base. Um, okay. Those girls have been with me since 2014. Wow. And then the second set has been with me since about 2016. So I have, but they've, they have been with me from the beginning. Um, the Lord allowed um, my husband and I to open up a second location in July. All it right. Was it was one of those that fell in our lap kind of things. Um, so we opened up in Discovery Village in Sand okay. Hill, especially that five, the 55 and older apartment complex. Oh. Um, somebody saw how I was running business. They did some background work on me and they asked me to come in. And so we've been there since July. So we have two locations and I have three young ladies at that location. Um, actually, two of them were my students. Um, and then one is one I met at a retreat in the um the shift retreat in um march of this year he allowed me to meet one of the one of the ladies there and she has been a blessing since she got there so she actually um is at that location so yeah so we have two locations now and that has been um 
one of the biggest things for me. I want to own um, franchises. And um, and I've been talking about it since I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And never knowing, you know, that's before you really realize that um, the desires of your heart doesn't mean what you want, but what he wants for you. Mm-hmm. You know? All right. Before All you, right. Before you really know what that scripture means, you're like, see, I'll give me whatever I want. Cause, but, <laughs> you know, you don't ever understand why you had that desire in your heart from the beginning. That was right. from him. It wasn't from you. Um, so at the age of 15, 16, I've always said I wanted franchises. Um, the more I've grown in Christ, um, and it was like this past weekend, it was a moment for me where I want satellites. That's what oh. I kept doing. I want satellite locations across the world. And it's because my salons, I see them as safe havens, not just for the clients, but for stylists. A place where they're sheltered, they're cared for, they, they grow. Um, if they move out, then they move out, but they will they will move with something within them to help them be who God has called them to be. And the ministry itself is when the clients come in and we help them um, from a broken place. Everybody's not just like just terribly broken, but encouragement, um, just pouring into them. So then we have satellite locations across the world. So that is my desire, really. Um, and he laid that on me, and it was like satellite locations. It's not a franchise so much because that's just the that's the engine that he's given me to do ministry. Um, and so, <laughs> you, I got to tell you, it's amazing to hear that. It's amazing to hear that because so often we think that uh, that. Excuse me if I go back to just calling you Vada. I'm sorry. It's Shavetta. all right. You know, you family. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. But I was just, I saw Ashley on there too. She was on with us a couple weeks ago. So shout out to uh, (laughs) Ashley at Myers Jackson Law Firm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But, you know, we, we think so much that ministry is simply done from the church and that we need more preachers. And what you're doing is encompassing kingdom work. So when you look over the years at what you've accomplished, let's we we are in it now. We might as well jump on in at, <laughs> at what you've accomplished and what you are doing. Uh, do you ever just look back and go, "Wow"? Yeah, it's breathtaking um, because huh, you know <laughs> it's like uh-huh. how did how did I get here? You know, um, and and a lot of days, in all honesty, I don't feel like I've done enough. Mm-hmm. A lot of days I don't feel like I've done enough or I've, I hadn't accomplished everything that I've set out to accomplish mm-hmm. um, because I have to remember the way I thought it would look, it looks nothing like it. <laughs> it looks nothing like it. Um, so even like now, you know, they go, oh, you're retired, Shavetta. So what are you doing with all your free time? I said, yeah, I got this retirement thing twisted. <laughs> I'm retired from behind the chair. But God right. sent me back to Paul Mitchell, the school, Columbia, December of last year. Mm. I said a lot of people, you know, he sent me back. It was December 14th or 15th, something like that, 2020. And I, if you would have asked me, I wouldn't ever clocking in on nobody else's job ever again because I had tasted that that freedom, freedom of mm-hmm. owning my own. But I still wasn't an entrepreneur. I was just on my own payroll. So I was Talk still an employee. It. I was just employed by myself. <laughs> I love it. I love really, it. Because clearly it was it couldn't stay, you know, it couldn't stand on its own. So I was working, you know, mm-hmm. I was on, on payroll. Mm-hmm. I was I was not self you know, self-employed. You know, I was just I was self-employed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still couldn't think I never thought I would go back to clocking in on somebody else's clock. Mm-hmm. Never. 
And so it happened. I was standing in the salon and I was doing a haircut. One of my girls took a haircut. Mm -hmm. She said, well, she took a relaxer. She said, Mr. Better, she want her haircut. You have to cut this hair. I was like, no, you have to cut this hair. Cause I got, I'm backed up over here. So you're going to have to cut it. But the fear that was in her eyes, I was like, okay, I can't leave her stranded. Now I'm gonna make her think she's going to do this on her own. Right. But I got her back. I'm sitting there and I'm cutting hair. And as I'm cutting, this is all internal. This mm -hmm. is spirit. This is all spirit. It, the spirit said, you can do this. Mm -hmm. My spirit said, you can do this. And to self, self said, uh-uh. Don't start. It was like one of those, I, I suppressed it. Right. So when the young lady came, I'm showing her, I'm walking her through. One of my old students, one of the students came in. She was there. Her mom had called me. She had no clue that her mom called me to tell me she was struggling. Wow. She had no clue. And I told her, don't tell her. Just tell her to come assist me. Because mm -hmm. all I need is to get my hands on her. Right. It'll shift her mindset. Well, little did I know, I thought it was a setup for her, but it was a setup for me. Um, as I'm cutting the hair, the baby comes in that same day. And her first thought was to complain about the school. Mm. And I said, no, no, we don't do that. I said, uh-uh. I said, we're not talking about the school. It doesn't matter. And she said, yes, ma'am. And so he said, so she, we, I showed her the haircut. Spirit right. said again, my spirit said, you can do this. Why don't you do it? So then the question came. Holy Spirit said, why don't you? Mm. I said, mm -mm. I refuse to answer him. Third time, it was like, what you're not going to do is mute me. I said, you just <laughs> want me to hear you want to hear me say I'm scared. I'm scared to do it because I, my, I come from a line of educators. Right. In, in the line of educators, you know, my mother was an educator. My sisters are educators, um, family members in the line of being an educator. You understand the importance. Mm hmm. Of your role in their lives. Mm -hmm. I believe in the Paul Mitchell system so much to where I didn't want to mismanage and misteach them. That's good. And so I was scared. But I had, he made me come out my mouth and say it. I said, oh, you just making me. Well, what's stopping you? Nothing. Me. <laughs> me, me. I have a license to educate. It's on the wall. Mm -hmm. I have no reason not to be educating. None. Other than I'm scared. Right. Next morning, I'm thinking it's over. You wanted me to admit it. You wanted me to confess. You wanted me to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> obedient, Jesus. Be proud of me. Give me a star, <laughs> a gold star. You know, we be looking for them gold stars. Give That's me right. a gold star. <laughs> and I get off prayer call. He says, Ted Scott is very clear. I was like, I'm not texting him. And all I could feel was humble yourself, woman of God. That's right. Because not that they hadn't asked me. They had asked me several times. And I've told them no every time. Right. Right. So why would they call you again to ask you to come to a place they begged you over and over again? But who are you to think you're not supposed to call them? I That's said, right. oh, I ain't call, I text. <laughs> <laughs> I text, I said, hey, do y'all have any positions open? And he said to me, for who? You or somebody else? Mm. I said, me. He said, meet me today. I said, mm -mm, I'm tied up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm tied up. That was too quick, you know, and I met with them and everything that would make me run to that job was the one thing God kept snatching. The insurance sucked. Mm. It would give me my Fridays off. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. going to a place with favor, but why my favor ain't working on this part right here? You know, right. <laughs> you know, 
But it's because everything that I needed to feel comfortable in the natural mm-hmm. was snatched. And are you still going to go? Ooh. Are you still going to do it? Are you still going to be obedient? Are you still going to say yes to the assignment because your flesh really doesn't feel good? Yeah, I go. My I talked to Anthony. Anthony said, well, you get insurance on you, babe. I'll take care of me and Morgan. Right. No problem. He said, go ahead. Went and we were sitting on the bed one day and he said, babe, did you ever count the cost before you said yes to this job? Uh-uh. I said, uh-uh. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I didn't. And, and the crazy part about it was I didn't because I knew I didn't have an option. Mm-hmm. And I knew if I had counted it, I may run myself in a place where I mishandled what God was trying to do. Right. So I get in and I said, what are your plans for me? That was my question for Scott Bills, which is the owner. I said, what are your plans for me? And he said, well, you know, have you ever thought about future professional advisor? I said, no, I, I can't go back there. Cause see, God had already told me I did that job. Mm-hmm. I was comfortable in that job. And that's the job I got promoted out of when I went into my own salon. Mm-hmm. Would never do that job again. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, can't go back to doing that. He said, that's what I figured. He said, well, within the next three years or so education leader. And then, you know, I've always told you, I could see you taking my job so I can go and do something else. Then you could be the director of the school. Right. I see up. All right, you're talking what the Lord told me, so I'm just you know, <laughs> you know, you're sounding right. You sound like you're in the right vein. So started the job. I had strict instructions when I got to the job. God gave me strict instructions. You keep mm-hmm. your mouth shut. All right. You do your job, and you do what those people ask you to do. Yes, sir. Keep my mouth shut. Do my job. <laughs> And, and anything else those people ask me to do. So let's pause right there. I'm going to put a comma right there because you just hit something that's big for everyone that's coming. And she hit it for me before I could say it. Dykes right here. She said strict instructions. So now she's walking in the favor of God <laughs> while fighting fear. And God is giving you strict instructions. Now, go ahead, sis. Pick it up from there. And it was so strict. And I, and, and I didn't. It wouldn't be until March till I understood why. I went to those good people job. That's what I call it, the good people job. I'm going to the good people job. I kept my mouth shut. Things happened, saw things, kept my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. When my boss called me in her office, she said, Shavetta, I need you to move to core. And if the structure of Paul Mitchell is core is like kindergarten, mm-hmm. then you have middle school, then you have high school. Right. Core is for six weeks. You're locked in this classroom. <laughs> You don't get out. You with the same children for six weeks. And that's where most of your day is. Okay. And she said, I need you to go to core. I leaned back in my chair. And I said, okay. She said, you don't look like you want to. I said, it doesn't matter what I want. Mm. I said, it's what you assigned me to do. If that's where you're telling me to go, I'll go. Strict she instructions. Said, strict instructions. I said, okay. So then midway through, the Lord had had started irritating me because the place didn't look like the place I left. Uh And I started saying my prayer was simple. It wasn't no long out, wasn't drawn. I come in every day. If if they are not meant to be here, if they are not meant to be a part, if they are causing trouble, Uh if they are causing this place to fail, if they do not have the owner's heart, you know, best interest at heart, they should fall off. And I pray they fall off immediately. All right. Every day. I could care less who heard it. 
I repeated it, but I, if I'm on assignment here, then I have a job to do Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do my job spiritually and in the natural. That's right. Meant to be here. Then I pray you fall off because this (laughs) ship won't go down with me on it. Mm-mm. <laughs> so, I need somebody to type that up. This ship will not go down with me on it. That's good. Yeah, this I, ship will not go down. And when I tell you I moved into core, I think it was my first week. I think I may have been in there three days. Mm-hmm. My coworkers was like, how did they take this personality and put it in a box? They can't. She better, they can't put you in a box. You're going to die in there. You're not going to make it. I said, obedience. I got to go. I'm going. I see y'all on my lunch break. <laughs> That's all That's I can right. That's when I get out of jail, I'm going to come see y'all. When I tell you that three days in, I'm walking. I felt led. Grab your lunch. Get your lunch out, to, out, the, out, the, um, out the microwave. You walk the block. <laughs> I walked the block and I prayed. I walked the block and worship twice. By that afternoon, we watched too much commotion between the big boss and my boss office. Mm-hmm. My worker looked at me. She said, she better something, something going on, girl. I said, girl, yeah. <laughs> she said, I find out, I tell you. If you find out, you tell me. I said, okay. She come, my boss come to the door. He said, 4.30, we need all the students out. We need to have a meeting with you all. Of course, I can't go into the details of the meeting, but what Certainly. the meeting did was my boss was gone. Another teacher had quit, and then another one was gone, right? Right. So they had the meeting and we're all around and we're sad because it is a sad situation that happened. Uh-huh. And my bosses were broken and you could see it on them. But they, because their hearts were broken and they wanted to make sure that we didn't feel like they felt like what had happened. Okay. Not at all. But the room was so silent. It was so scary. Holy Spirit, say, say something. <laughs> I said, may I speak? And we dealt with the posture, the heart posture, because we're looking at people and we what, what we fail to realize is their hearts aren't in the proper posture. We're, we're looking at color. We're looking at gender. We're looking at all these things. But what does your heart look like? What have you examined that? Have oh. you sat for a little while to examine your heart? And that was a heart issue we were dealing with. And, and, and from that point, I was allowed to say, you know, since the time I got there, it felt like we was on CPR. We was on a CPAP. You know, we was on, we, we, we was holding on tight. That's right. We, we, we weren't dealing, you know, we weren't dealing with a healthy heart. Mm-hmm. And it, it showed at that very moment. And so my boss was like, thank you. So he, he was like, I need to meet with you after this meeting. Well, my three-year plan became a three-month plan. I became the education leader overnight. Woo! Honesty. That that came with so much stress and so much pressure, mm-hmm. but he he accelerated it. Three months happened in what we planned for three years. And it was overnight. But the best thing about that promotion wasn't that the promotion happened. It wasn't about um, the money or any of those things because all that stuff still had to be negotiated. See, I went on and walked in the road without even knowing what I was going to be paid for. Lord help us. Because <laughs> at that very moment, I knew what he had told me. I, I knew that he said it would be, and there it is. So are you going to walk away? Are you going to trust the fact that you're going to get what you deserve? I started working that position that night. 
without knowing in the natural what I would be paid for it. My faith had me living risky, <laughs> you know? You just <laughs> so, said in less than 15 minutes, and I want you to finish that up because there's that. Somebody just said, will you, will you say yes to your assignment without all of the details? So I don't know a lot of the, the people that are on tonight, but you guys are saying and typing what I'm thinking before I get a chance to say it out of my mouth. So bless you all, <laughs> because you're giving a whole word tonight, dealing with obeying God, having favor on your life, but the situation doesn't look favorable. You hear me? <laughs> You hear me? Because because not only did I not know what I was getting paid for, right? Right. I went into a war zone because the other person that was gone was was their life at night in my nighttime school. So I went into a straight war zone. Wow. Had had no idea. Had no idea. All I all I had was the Holy Ghost, and that was enough. But you walking in like kind of blazing because it's like you're going into a war zone. My bosses had no clue. They were being blindsided left and right. And they're broken. They're hurt because they are the leaders of the ship. They're the captains. So they're hurt. So who will stand in when they're under fire? Who is willing to stand in the gap when they don't have the words? And, and this situation was so, at that point, it was so, um, like, scary mm -hmm. that I needed them to keep their mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Not because I was worried about them saying the wrong thing, mm -hmm. but right then, it could have been where nothing they said was right. Wow. So are you willing to stand in for your leadership? Are you willing? Do you understand your assignment enough? Do you understand it enough to know your position? Not waiting on somebody to tell you. Not No, Holy Spirit, how are we about to handle this? Because I called the whole school in <laughs> that evening because we doing in sections we were going to do it all as one first of all because we're not going to get beat up piece by piece right you're going to stand in the middle of this thing but i told him you just hold tight you stand behind me be a face but let me be the mouth right now because a lot of times what we don't realize when we're in our emotions and we're worried and we're scared we mess around and say the wrong thing thinking we're saying the right thing that's right and but I think I, that that speaks to, I'm sorry, sis, but that speaks to your level of development in the Holy Ghost, because yeah. a lot of us that believe we're filled with them don't have the discipline to be quiet. That one. <laughs> and so, I mean, it speaks to the, it speaks to the person you are. So the Lord gives, sends you somewhere. You don't really have to do it, but you do it because you obey the Lord. The Lord sends you in, tells you obey and be quiet. <laughs> Listen, shut your mouth, girl. Because <laughs> you know I like to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look how God, and look what God does in a matter of how was how long was that? Weeks or just months? When I tell you months, that was December and it was the beginning of March that that happened. Um, and when I tell you, it has been a, a roller coaster ever since. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it. Um right. And, and I had so many students when I first got there, they said, you was an answer prayer. Wow. Because just a week before I said, God, if you don't send me some help, I'm going to leave. <sighs> if you don't send something, I got to go. I just wait a while. <laughs> and I showed up. They said, and then you came the next week. And I, so I knew God heard my cry. 
That's right. I knew God heard my voice. Do we understand that if we get so caught up in ourselves, right? Because mm -hmm. we got we got Sarah over here praying. That's right. For relief. And you her relief, but you sitting over here scared and afraid. You ain't moving. <laughs> now you got Sarah over here looking at God cockeyed. And he like, but the child I'm trying to send won't listen. So it really ain't his fault. You over here not doing your part. Because you stuck. I done been there though. <laughs> I, I, I was I was there in a whole nother phase not too long ago. Let's talk about last week or so, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because it just the level's just different, but because I was so scared, I almost messed up. And made those babies who 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 knew in them that's praying that you said if I ask, you'll show up. You said if I cry out, you'll you'll come save me. Sis, you, 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 so many, I can't keep up with the, with the nuggets that you dropping tonight. I, so for those of you that are on tonight, we were in the green room and my sis came on and my, we had, now we got the best Wi-Fi you can get here in this building. I, everything shut down my lap, my laptop, my, everything that we use to do this program shut down about five to seven minutes before we went on. And I came back on and I said, Shavetta, you must have something tonight that the people of God need to hear because I have not encountered this type of aggravation to get online in some time. So now I'm understanding the why. So let me ask you a question there because you hit the whole thing about fear and faith and how fear almost paused you or caused you not to move forward. For Because you're motivating people right now, you're challenging someone right now that just jumped into the room. What do I do when I know God has spoken, but fear won't let me move forward? What do I do? Let me tell you something. Um, yes, ma'am. Because I've been there, you know, where I just got stuck and, and the enemy gets me in my head. Mm -hmm. He get me right here first, because right here, when he get me here, my mouth goes shut. Mm -hmm. I go mute. Um, but it's something about a, 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 a group of people. Huh? You know, they did, you know, a pastor, my pastor said before, find your top five. Uh-huh. Find five. Friend said it again at um the shift retreat this weekend. We just left. Find your five. Who your five? Mm. Not just the girl you used to play in the sandbox with. Not that friend that you used to go to lunch every day with. Who your five got to be filled <laughs> with the Holy Spirit. You hear me? If they gotta point. want want something for you. They got to be able to push you. They got to be able to motivate you. And guess what? They got to be okay to see you win. Woo. They got to be able to see you win right there. They got to be. Because at the end of the day, you can't help me if you're trying to knock my blocks down. <laughs> you can't help me if every time I call you, you like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was thinking about that last week. Were you really, though? All right. All right. <laughs> Because, you know, uh, we can, 50 of us can have the same idea. Because uh -huh. he can give it to 50. That's it's right. who's the one that's going to run with it. Woo! <laughs> that's the thing. That's where we mess up. Man, I was going to do that. Talk better. Was. But did you not pick it up? But such, just because I picked it up don't mean you can't pick it up. You know how many coaches out here? It's a lot of us. Talk see, better. All five thousand of them. I'm called to a thousand over here and a thousand over there. You go get your thousand, and be okay if 
This is the other part. Yes, ma'am. She may be calling the thousands, but you call the five. Go do your five. That's and right. She go do her thousand, and we help each other. You know what I mean? So I have those moments where I get stuck, and in a phone because he loved me so much. You know, the people got to know how much he loved us. They forget how much he loves us. That even in that darkest moment, if you just crack your lips a little bit, mm -hmm. God, I don't know where to, I, I'm stuck, huh? Sometimes he just want to hear you say it. Cause we sitting around here boxing back and forth. Like he should know, cause he know everything. Nah, open your mouth. You open your mouth to say you want food. You open your <laughs> mouth to say you want a car. You open your mouth to say, I need to increase on my job. You open your mouth to gossip. Open your mouth and tell him what you need. We sitting around here want him to be a genie in a bottle. That's not how that works. Open your mouth and talk to him. So when I can't even muffle a word, I just, Lord help me. My phone will ring and one of my good sisters will call me. All right. What you doing? You Why are you sitting there like that? What's in your belly? Mm. <laughs> it's time. You right. What you stuck on? Why you stuck? Or better yet, when I finally get out of my head, and it's funny you asked that question because it's about two weeks ago. Uh -huh. Because when he told me to retire from behind the chair, he knew it was two people. If he said it so clear, I would walk. I knew it was time. It was Roshonda Pratt, who has been with me forever. Oh, yeah. And Pastor um, Nikki Moultrie. Yeah. Right? These two women, right? Been my clients for the longest. And I knew the day he told me it was time to walk away when he told me to call those two people. Because those were the two anchoring bodies that kept me, right? Wow. I said, it's done. He said, it's done. And you will call them this morning. So I still had some, <laughs> I laughed because I had I tell them I had some remnants of money around, you know, <laughs> to, to bridge the gap. Because what I make every two weeks is what I might make on my slow week behind the chair. You heard me? <laughs> what I make every two weeks Talk, is a sis. slow week behind the chair. But is it worth forfeiting a promise? Right? So I said, okay. <laughs> so it was one week. It had to be two weeks ago, bro. It was two weeks ago. A client texted me. And mm -hmm. it was one of those times where all my money was tight. It was looking funny. And I ain't about to bother my husband. That's I'm right. just, you know, Lord, help me. <laughs> right. Help me. Because he might not quite understand <laughs> what you're doing. Because you got a gift in your hands. You can go curl some hair. Cut some hair, right? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, Lord, oh my goodness. So I'm sitting there and a client text, huh? Temptation, text my phone. I meant to text you. I meant to text you a month ago, but it hit me today. I said, that's the devil, <laughs> right? She said, can you blow my hair out? I said, boy, I didn't retire. She said, well, nobody else can't touch my hair. I just can't, you got to. First thought was, Okay, I do that, I get $75. Right. And then if I do her twice a month, that's what, $150, right? Mm hmm You gonna forfeit the promise for $150? You gonna so so you really sitting here, I said, and and no offense to anybody who has been addicted to drugs, right? Say what you gotta but say. The first place that I could feel maybe what they felt, what they feel like when they're struggling with the battle of, I know this ain't right for me, but I need it. That you is a true fight, spiritually and natural. I know what I'm supposed to do, 
but my flesh say I want to do. <laughs> so he took, told me to go for a walk. I took the block again. The round of school, this time he took me on a different route. So I'm sure. walking. As I'm walking, he say, text Joy. Mm -hmm. Joy says, I feel like he's pushing me to launch my coaching business because it's time. Because at this point, desperation was causing me to about to do something crazy and forfeit the promise instead of really looking at what he was calling me to. You sitting around playing over $150. Talk, talk. When you, when I, when you paid and you're under some of the best coaching, not only did I, I graduate life coaching under wild coaching, but I'm also under John Maxwell's coaching leadership. You telling me you pay for you pay for this amount of knowledge and you're going to forfeit it for $150. But see, that's, that's that top five. You go ahead and text them. Cause then the response is going to be sis, what you need, because good sis know already. She know that financially I ain't where I used to be. See, I see it never really mattered because I could always produce. That's right. Slow week in the salon, it ain't matter. Next week is going to be busting because guess what? I can produce. Right. I, I I can. So sitting there, I'm like, Psh. so I'm talking to her. She said, whatever it takes, listen, and don't you worry about costs. I'll talk with you on my lunch break in between my clients. That means I'm taking my personal time and I'm not taking away anything from the bottom line of her business, right? Right. I'll watch you eat a sandwich, huh? Not no thinking you better than anybody else. Why you can't give me an hour of your time? No, you eat that sandwich and sip on that drink while you help me. That's right. I don't care what it looks like. And I don't think it's beneath me to sit there and watch you smack on that sandwich, wipe that off the side of your mouth and come on, give me the rest of the plan. What is it? That's right. What does your top five look like? What does those people look like? What are they willing to do? To make sure you get everything God has for you. Hold it right there, sis. I need, because I see more people coming on. I haven't been this quiet on my podcast in a long time. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Don't please don't apologize. You're doing what you're supposed to do tonight. I with everything that happened before we got on. No, ma'am. I trust me. I know who I am. Do and I know it when the anointing shifts, I sit back and let it do it. Let it do what it does. What I was going to say, if anybody else is on tonight, I need you to share this out. You need to share this out. Someone needs to hear what this woman of God is saying on tonight. So, sis, you won't be no apologies. You, you I knew with what all that happened before we got started. <laughs> let the Lord have his way. So I'll put the comma back and let you pick right on back up. Yes, ma'am. You know, and so she sat with me on that lunch break, you know, and, and we start talking. Well, when I got off work, I'm feeling better now. I'm feeling like I got some wind in me, right? We get to the house and um, I get to the house and I'm I'm in the bathroom. My daughter said, mom, let's go to Walmart. I was like, bro, I don't want to go to Walmart. I'm tired. <laughs> but it's another thing that he's teaching me in this season. Mm -hmm. I'm managing people's jobs. I'm managing businesses. But how are you managing your home? That's right. right? I'm tired, but you want tired from them other people cheering earlier today. All right. All right. Oh, what happened? Let's see. There we go. We made, you know, you weren't tired for the other people, children, earlier today. You made sure they had everything they needed. I looked up. I said, give me a minute, Morgan, but you driving. She said, okay, mommy. <laughs> you know, 16, driving. 
we get to Walmart, my husband's on the phone. And I was like, Morgan, listen, you can buy all you, you can, you must be spending your money. You get all this stuff, you get, <laughs> you paying for it. I don't have the money for this. Well, well, my husband, and I love to call him, you know, I told him it was um, Mother Jessie used to always call her husband, man of God. That's uh -huh. my man of God, right? I said, oh, I'm going I'm to I'm use that, right? That's this is I tell anybody, my man of God was on the phone, right? That's right. I'm a sweet man. I love, listen, love him with my whole heart. This year will be 22 years of marriage um, and 24 together. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. We're on the phone and he said, so we, I'm, I'm just talking. I'm telling her because even in my transparency with her in that place, it has been times where I wouldn't have, if, even if I didn't have it, I wouldn't have said it out loud because mm -hmm. I didn't want her to feel like we didn't. Right. But how is she going to know how to maneuver through times where money get tight? Wow. If we always make it look like we always have it. That's right. So that was a humbling experience for me to stand flat foot in that thing and say, I didn't have it. Mm -hmm. But my husband's on the phone and and we are um, <laughs> checking out and we walking. I'm walking out. Me and Suge walking out. He said, well, babe, you ain't you ain't never thought about going back in the salon. What? I said, what? what you say? I said, no, you want me to go back? He was like, no, I was just asking. I said, I know that man was sitting there going, girl, you broke, broke. Why you ain't going back? You know, and I get tickled because all I could think was, oh, you won't try to use my husband. The one I want to be as proud of proud of me as possible. The one I wake up and want to, I want, I want my husband to be proud. I want my husband to stand back and say he's proud of his wife. I want wow. him to have a sense of pride when he looks at his wife and the things that she's producing. Because I'm not just producing it for me. I'm producing it for my family. I am building a legacy. This is for my children's children. If and you don't get out of my notes, Shavetta <laughs> Bell, get out of my notes. Get out of my notes. <laughs> And so I really want him to be proud of me. And I said, so you gonna use, and that made me angry. I didn't even come for him. I got mute because I was angry. I said, oh, devil, I'm about to step on your throat because what you're not going to use is my husband. You not, you not. And not that I felt like he was possessing it, like legitly. Right. You done, you, you trying to plant a seed over here. No, you can't even catch root. You might as well go ahead on. I had to leave that in that Walmart parking lot. <laughs> because I was like, out of all days, he's never asked. He right. might have thought it 50 times, but he has never asked. And so to hear him ask it, I was like, and I got angry at the devil <laughs> at the end because I was like, no, I'm not forfeiting a promise for $150. Now, for the promise for a couple clients, and by the time you walk out the door, the money gone anyway because you out of order. You trying to figure out why it's, why it's running out your hand like clear water. And it's because you, you ain't holding on to what he told you to hold on to. So you go back and you sit still. Last Sunday, I think it was the 10th, I flew out to California for work. We got back Wednesday. My husband and my children were kind enough <laughs> to allow me. I was gone for pretty much seven days from uh -huh. Sunday to Sunday. Wow. I got home Wednesday night, was with them for all of 12 hours, and that's including sleep hours. Was back on the road, headed to Tennessee to the shift retreat, which uh -huh. my um, sister hosted. I said that whole weekend, Pastor, I said, I'm at the retreat. I'm not a part of the retreat. 
I was at the retreat and everybody, cause I'm silly. So I say it over and over again, being silly, yeah. but I'm at the retreat and I was telling her this today. I believe I was like, I had to keep myself at the retreat because if I'm there on assignment, I need to be ready to do whatever you need me to do. That's right. But if I try to be a part of the retreat, I would have lost myself thinking I was owed something. Mm-hmm. Nah, mm-hmm. you at work. I'm at the retreat. But it was a place when I was at the retreat, mm-hmm. the Lord let me be a part of that retreat. And that's when all of the flyers, like it was birthed um, as far as my coaching program was birthed over the weekend, like laid out. Things where I wouldn't even do my um, own website, learned right. it, set there, set there. In this season where I used to think I could just, I used to throw money to get people to do stuff for me because I didn't know how to do it. Right. You ain't got it. So you're going to sit here and learn it. Because knowledge is key. They can come snatch all that from you. But what do you have? What is your intellectual property? Because they can't take that from you. Talk, Shavetta, talk. Can't take that from you. And then he give you something to learn because we sitting here with all these gifts. And of course, everybody think, oh, but if you're a woman of God, why I got to pay for it? This ain't come for free. They fail to realize you looking for what we did in the natural to get to pay for. No, you don't know the price of the oil. You don't know what we've had to go through to get this. And you want it for free? No, my daddy ain't never say that. Nah. And that's a limited mindset a lot of people have. You know, um, it was, I think, the end of September, I did my first retreat um, in person, which was the Journey to Healing Retreat. Sis, Mm -hmm. I want to put a comma there because I want you to come back and finish that up. You see our sister Ashley put the dollar signs right here. Right. (laughs) And then we have Sister Karina. She said, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Mm -hmm. She says, the oil is costly. I'm going to say something, and this, once again, I did this with uh, Ash when I had her on. The the views that I am about to express are not necessarily those of my guest, but of Pastor Kelvin Steele. And I want you, and I think it's important that we understand, we have to destroy this poverty mindset that everything is given to us has got to be free. Somebody paid a cost for it. And yes. sometimes you don't appreciate what's given to you. You only appreciate what you pay for. What you pay for. What you pay for. Because you will sit there and eat that same sandwich. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, and and it tastes better when it's free in your brain. You know what I mean? It's 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 like that kind of thing. It's you we we give and we give. And then the other part of that, uh, it just came up. That's fine. <laughs> the other part about it that is. Some stuff we giving out for free and the Lord ain't tell us to give it for free. We sitting out here giving it out for free because we feel like that's what we're supposed to do. But you out here giving and you trying to figure out why you ain't getting no return on your investment. Why your harvest ain't right. Because you sitting out here sowing seed on bad ground. Say it again. Listen, listen. And all you going to get is a bunch of weeds. Our unproduced fruit. And what you going to do with that? Listen, family, don't drop off now. Don't Don't drop off on that. We need what you, you do with it. We sis, we need the amens on that too. That's right. No return on investment. None. And we're sitting here trying to figure out now why I don't I done gave and I done told and I done said. You put you sewing on bad ground. And you're trying to figure out why instead of just stopping for a minute. Lord, Lord, are they ready? 
And the other half is you trying to feed somebody a steak and they still on oatmeal. Ah. Uh, and you trying uh, to figure out why they, why they, no. No, I started a minute ago and everybody go, Shavetta, why you got quiet? I said, I've, I'm learning. Stop casting my pearls among swine. That's it. I said, I, I learned and I ain't even got to argue with you. I just go mute. Well, why you shut your mouth? Time. <laughs> because what I paid for what I have, I'm not going to give it away to somebody that's not going to be useful. I taught that yeah. years ago. I'm not wait. I've got no more oil to waste. I no said, it's, and it sounds foolish the way I'm going to say it, but if you want to stay ashy, stay ashy, but I'm not going to waste my oil on that you. That ain't foolish. That ain't foolish. That right there, that right there is the truth. Because you can stay, because it's a choice to stay stuck. It's a choice to stay hungry. It's a choice to starve. It's a choice to be right there. It's a choice. You chose to be there. So you That's stay right. there. But don't get mad at me when I move forward. Don't Thank get mad you. at me when somebody else comes to the table and they get fed and they just fed and round and they producing. Don't get mad. It's a choice. <laughs> because you want for free what I pay the cost for. And I, and I refuse. I refuse anymore to give anybody anything for free. Even the lessons where I've messed up, you won't get that for free either. It's by choice. I won't force feed another person. I wish I had my church <laughs> device right now because I would go into a praise break right there on that part. Because it costs, and I think a lot of people, and I hope they understand the context of what I'm about to say. I know you will. Once mm -hmm. you finish praying, uh -huh. once you, you've got to put some work with it. Listen, that, that goes into the faith plus works equals success. That was birthed in the Starbucks, um, in the Starbucks needing something. I said, well, my friend says, since you need a t-shirt or something to sell, because you can't continue to go to these people speaking for free and you're not selling nothing. I said, well, I ain't never, I ain't never want no shirt. And I said, well, I'm supposed to have a shirt. He'll give it to me. I lied to you now. It wasn't even 10 minutes. He said, faith plus works. Heard it so clear. I looked at her. I said, good sis. He said, faith plus works. She said, mean what? I said, equals. He said, equals what? I said, mm -hmm. he gave me that. He'll give it to me in a minute. And I heard it so clear. Success. Amen. Faith plus works equals success. Because you got to put in the work. You can't sit here and pray and pray and pray and think he going to lay it before you like that. No, that's not how that works. You got to put in the work. Are you willing to do what it takes to get what he has for you? You have just in five minutes gone through th almost three weeks worth of teaching that I've been doing on Sunday morning. Um, because I'm fortunate as a pastor, God has blessed me with a church full of entrepreneurs, entrepreneur, entrepreneurial minded people, business owners, mm -hmm. business leaders, and people that have the capacity to do this. And I'm just in a vein right now of teaching that type of personal, well, first trust in God, but right. personal responsibility and accountability. After he's given you the word, you've got to do something with it. You know? And not just type it on Facebook and make it a post. Uh, tweet it. You know what I mean? What 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 are you gonna do with it? What are you gonna take with that word? What what are you gonna produce? Because we've we've said pregnant too long. Woo! You know what I mean? We've said pregnant too long. We said amongst even at my retreat, 
um, at the end of September. Yes, ma'am. I, I look around in a circle and mine is called the journey to healing. And it's because we want all this stuff, but we don't want to work on that inner man. Mm -hmm. we, we don't want to do that part. You know, that dig deep part, that part mm -hmm. that hurt, that part that look ugly, the part that exposes yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But what, what part? Like, what, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what you can do here. You know, and I was sitting there and I watched, you know, he showed me, he said, you just birthed a couple of soldiers and a, a sergeants and a couple of generals this weekend. Because they weren't babes in this thing. They just had some remnants of things, you know? That's right. But the, the, the one I left this past weekend, which was my friends, you know, we laughed because we told them, we said, y'all must have did something right. The Lord sent y'all three midwives. It was three of us, right? And, and it's a new thing where I feel it was one baby there and it was in act, I could feel, you know, and, and, and my girlfriend went over, Joy went over there to the young lady and I hope I can share this. She yeah. went over there to the young lady and she said, stand up, speak. And I leaned back in the chair because she was wearing me out. Because, see, she ain't she ain't in just contractions. She's at the push stage. Push. That's He's telling you push. And I could feel it in the natural, what Jesus was expecting for her to do over that weekend. I said, push. You right there. By the time you leave here, everything you need is in the house. Push. And it'll happen. That's right. That is, listen, and, and, and that's what took place. Being connected to the proper people, being in the room with the proper people, and what you gonna do, what you gonna take away from what's in the room? It's by choice you leave your pregnant. It's by choice you miscarry. It's by choice you have a stillborn. It's by choice. You're talking to two types of people right now. I'm, once again, I'm putting a comma because you got to come back and finish pouring out. I got to, and I got to cut you loose here in just a little bit, but you pouring out so much tonight. Two types of people. One type is a visionary that thought their vision was dead. But I mm -hmm. want to say to you out there watching tonight is not that your vision was dead, it was just waiting on the right voice to tell it to get up. Listen, that part. That part. Your vision was not dead, it was just waiting on the right person to tell it it's time to get up. And the second one was, just like you talked about, feeling that pregnancy and having that person right there to give you what you need to force you to push through, to make that. And I'm, I'm not a woman, so you got to walk me through it, but to cause that water to break so listen, that baby can come on through. Listen, and we sitting around here, you sitting in, you sitting in, in, in waiting rooms, huh? You sitting here in holding areas with the wrong people and you trying to figure out why ain't no movement. And you questioning everything that got in place in you because you don't feel it jumping. Ah. And I was over there, though, my baby leaped. Well, you know, what was over there? But I, <laughs> I felt like my time there was up. Was you in your feelings when you left there? Was you in your emotions? Because, see, we like to emotionalize them. We love, we, you know. Yes, we, was you in your feelings? Go back. Stay put. I, I, even when he put you in a new room, huh? When he put you in a new place. Are you opening yourself? Are you coming with expectation? Are you waiting? It's an expectancy. Driving up, he told me one will be baptized with the spirit of the Holy Ghost, with the, bapti with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He told me as we were driving to Tennessee, it would be one. Thursday came, mm -hmm. Friday came, Saturday came, oh, but on Sunday morning. And we, I didn't even, I had forgotten. I forgot. Coming out, he said it would be one. 
mm-hmm. and he is a man of his promise. We had one. My Lord. We had one. And I said it. I said, he said it would be one. Yes, it is. On a Sunday morning in a cabin in the, in the mountains of Tennessee. Mm. He said it would be one. And it was. And, and, and so it's those moments. But it could have been more than one. If you would have been, if you would have opened yourself enough, it could have been another one, you know, or even if we had more time, see, we was on time restraints, you know, they say you got to be out by 11. (laughs) We had to, we had to wrap it up, but he told me it would be one, but that one was, was enough. Cause that's what he told me. It would be one. Cause with that one, that one is going to lay us a foundation for our children. That are that's crazy. Wow. He he sent her to work with our children. She ain't coming after grown people. She coming after the children. Because now more than ever, if we don't realize, we need it in them because we need to penetrate the walls of these schools. Because they're getting a lot of everything else and not a whole lot of him. But all it takes is a couple to penetrate the walls, to understand it ain't got to be 50 of us, but I plead the blood of Jesus down this hallway and I plead the blood of Jesus down that hallway and I bind that over there because I was binding and loosening and, and pleading the blood of Jesus. I ain't even understand, but I knew enough that I trusted him. I knew, I knew that I trusted him. So even then they may not understand every part of it, but she called to the little soldiers, the ones that got to go and, and operate in these places. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So with that one, over a hundred, over a thousand will be because of that one on that Sunday morning. What would have <sighs> happened if we weren't in place? Because my sister told me, she said, Shavetti, you said out your mouth. He said it's going to take all three of us to do this one. I don't remember. But he had three in the house. And it took all three. Listen, you have tonight. (laughs) And I try to respect my guest time because I'll keep you on here for two hours. I really will. I've got no problem. My very first pastor's perspective was two hours and 30 minutes because I don't I don't ever want to quench the oil. But I also want to respect your time. You have tonight in an hour poured out so much and I have not asked a question. And this is no, 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 no. I'm serious, sis. You have gone through. No, 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 no. Please don't. Because you have gone through it. Remember we talked in the green room. I had a a list of kind of how I would run through if there was a dry. You've gone through all of it. Wow. So it speaks to how I was praying and your (laughs) ability to hear God and be sensitive to his spirit. And I'm so grateful to you tonight for being on. I mean, there's and people are starting to pile into the room right now. And I'm about to cut the woman of God loose. Y'all late. Amen. But, th- <laughs> but thank you for those that are on YouTube and, and on the Facebook channels. But I would be remiss, uh, Shavetta, if I didn't let you take a little bit more time. If there were some things on your heart tonight, maybe three, mm-hmm. 
you know, they tell you when you preach, when you, when you learn how it came out. I grew up in the Baptist church. Uh, growing up, you had to have three points. Now, you couldn't close a sermon, three points and a point. That's how you had to you had to close it out. So you poured out so much tonight. Um, if you had three points that were in your heart tonight, maybe that the Lord laid on your heart before you came or while you were talking tonight uh, that you wanted to leave the people with, um, I want you to take a moment and think about that because I'm going to ask you a question before that as well. Okay. What, what, what would those three things be? But if you could tonight, I heard you say about who are your five. Mm -hmm. And that really blessed me. Before you go into your closing statements and share whatever the Lord has laid on your heart, Talk to me maybe a minute or two about that that five and what that means to somebody like me. That that five, um, you know, and, and that five not, may not always stay the same. Okay. Because with elevation comes different positionings. And it doesn't mean if they drop out of your top five that they don't, they're not important. Right. It's not what's needed in that season. Um and we have to understand seasons change and elevation happens. And in elevation, I can't keep everybody where I was here to go with me there. Not unless you've elevated. Uh -huh. um, and, and that top five can't make you comfortable. Uh -huh. That top five has to, has to stir something up in you. Because then we all sitting at a comfort table. Uh -huh. And it keep growing. Uh-huh. We, we keep having the same conversations, but yet we keep passing the same dish around. Your palate wow. has changed. So now these servings on this plate, the, the, the food should be different. The desire to hear different things, it should be different. Um, now, out of my top five, my husband will always remain in the seat mm. because he's my partner. We are together. Um, so out of my top five, he will always be there. Um and and honestly, I can actually have five and still have him because we're one. All right, talk to us now. You know, um, and and it and it was times where I would do business and forget, even up into my flyer. Now he was like, "Why are you put on makeup?" I said, "If you would have looked at my little Facebook page where I tagged you, you said mm, I shouldn't have to find out nothing through Facebook." I said, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't <even laughs> say that. I just kept my mouth shut." You want to know why? Because he was right. He was right. That flyer should have went to him as soon as it came in my inbox from you. Amen. You know, because we're one. That's right. So I'm not able to do this unless he agrees to me doing it. Amen. Thank you, Brother Belton. <laughs> you know, and 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 I that that has to be the way it is. You know, my five they and actually he hadn't removed a couple, but that's because we're actually all elevating and not at the same place. We're not, but they were at my table. Matter, matter of fact, maybe last season they weren't even there, but they were my sisters. Amen. You know, that's my sis right there. That's that's my good sis. Oh, but now she's my mentor. Mm. Now she's my mentor. And we were riding up to Tennessee and I said it was funny because I said it's fun to be able to do ministry and have fun together. Cause I ain't got you, you know, we can laugh, we can joke and make jokes, appropriate jokes, but they're still jokes. And I have to worry about you looking at me later on, questioning my Holy Ghost. Amen. I tickle over here. Man, I'm human. That's, that's right. Funny. Person trip, that was funny. Lord, please don't let them break their leg. But it that's funny. Me. <laughs> you know, but we can do ministry together and have fun together. We can live life together. 
I can have my moments where I feel broken and un unworthy, mm-hmm. but you, you're able to minister to me in that place. Amen. You know, that is a, that is a beautiful thing. Um, another one um, of my five is um, another pastor, which is, um, a, was grew up like my sister. And, and I've always admired her and always looked up to her, but in this season, he has her as a mentor. Wow. I'm, I have several mentors right now. Amen. That, that that phone ring, you pick up. That's right. All right. If I call, they pick up. That's right. And she told me something. Yes. Another one told me yesterday. She said, Veda, she said, don't lose sight. Because I told her, I said, I, my new coaching program, I can't believe it. I have three discovery calls and I just put the flyer out on Monday. <sighs> one asked me, how did I feel about it? And I said, you know, I don't know what I feel. And I think I don't know what to feel because I've been here before and it didn't work out. I said, however, don't get me wrong. I'm still standing in, in, in expectation. I said, better yet, what I keep hearing is I want God to blow my mind. But what do I feel? Uncertainty is the honest truth because I've done this before. But the enemy would like for me to get stuck right there at I've done it before. I was just doing it out of season. Oh. Now I'm in season. So now I can say, God, blow my mind. My Lord. And she said to me, my other mentor said, she said, Veda, she said, don't lose sight of what you've been fighting for what we've been talking about, what I, you know, what take it from me. Cause I know what it feels like. She said, honestly, I should have been dead. She said, what she was saying to me was you, God has released your time where you could spend with your family, where you can go out of town. And Anthony, she said, y'all had a place. Now y'all kids are grown. She said, you have a beautiful marriage. She said, so he could say, let's go out of town this weekend and you could pick up and go and not have to worry about being obligated to things and people. Amen. She says, so as you grow it, don't let it just outgrow. Ask him how to grow it. I can actually feel good about getting a puppy now because I'll be home with the puppy. I'll be in the house with the, you get what I'm saying? Like, I do. those are things. And the crazy part is I've been wanting a dog since April and I could not, I told the lady, I said, well, I'll let you know when I can, but I never felt like it was time. After my retreat in September, that Monday, I was sitting at my um, nephew's birthday dinner and I looked at my sister-in-law. I said, Vicki, I think it's time. I think I can have a puppy. She said, you think better? I said, I feel it. And people keep thinking it's just a puppy. That thing was spiritual. I said, I could feel like I can have a puppy. And the next day in my inbox, when I woke up that morning, was the lady. She said he had two she had two puppies, both of them males, because the Lord know I ain't want no female dog. <laughs> two puppies. And both of them were males. Both of them were males. She said, and I have a list of people, but I don't just go in order. I go how I'm led. She said, and I'm led to ask you first. See, somebody listening may not get that, but that is a desire of the heart that God released in the right season. That right may not there. that may not be significant to somebody else, but that's that is that is a significant statement. If God right. and and when I tell you she sent me the pictures and she sent me the video, and when I tell you the expectancy 
of November fifteenth mm-hmm. is when he comes home, right? Oh. It brings a level of joy that I can't explain. And I was away this weekend and it hit the 15th and my daughter texted me and she said, mommy, it's a month away from you to get your puppy. I said, I'm so excited. Are you excited too? She said, I am excited. That's another thing. My baby even realized how excited I am. But even outside of that, he's given us both something else we can connect with and we can have joy with. Before you get into these three points, I was going, I'm trying to wait till we get into the green room. (laughs) But if a book does not come out of you, my (laughs) name is not Kelvin A. Steele. Because I'm telling you, unless you're about to tell me I'm all off in left field, that book is about to come out of you. Well, it is. Um, The first one is this one. Now, this is the first one. This one is called Style by Faith. This is the first one. And this book is very short. Everybody's mad at me about this book, okay? This book, readable pages, is only, I lied to you, not, I don't, 28 pages. Readable pages. This is devotional pages. What is the name of that book? Styled by Faith. Say one more time for me. Styled by Faith. Styled by Faith. Um, Styled, like, you know, hairstylist. Mm -hmm. I got you. Yes, ma'am. So that one, everybody's like, you left us hanging. You left us hanging. And I feel led to go ahead and uh, put this out here. I don't, this is a setup. This is, you, you setting up. Uh, (laughs) This is a setup. Um, Because the whole time in California and in Tennessee, it was time. Um, I I kept feeling the urge. Um, It's the evolution of me by Shavetta Belton will be my next book. Um, And this is the first time I said it out my mouth. And I'm saying it on your public (laughs) stream. (laughs) So it really has to start, but he gave it to me and it's the um, evolution of me um, by Shavetta Belton. And it's just um, honestly where I've come from, where I've been, where I'm going. Um, And, and, and I'm excited because I, I have grown, I believe truly as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as a woman of God, because, you know, before I was like, when when the Lord told me I was an evangelist, I was waiting on somebody to ordain me and give me my rights and give me my paper. And I was like, yeah, nah, I don't need it. Um, <laughs> you know, and not that I don't respect structure. We understand what you mean. He told me. And I never thought it was so long I stayed um, in bondage. Because if I could revoke some people with paper, sis, I would revoke papers for some of them that's got papers. They don't have a drip of anointing. They crack when they preach. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to. Listen, but I I was stuck and I I felt like it was bondage because I wouldn't open my mouth and I wouldn't say anything and I wouldn't speak to the gifts that were in me because Mm -hmm. I didn't have paper to go along with it. But Mm -hmm. that day I realized that my, my gift of my gifts they come out regardless if I'm in the grocery store at a gas station or if I'm in the four walls of the church. And I have my own self stuck. Nobody else, me, because I'm waiting on permission to do what God has sent me to do. And I had ultimate permission already. So you know what my mentor told me the other day? I was talking to him probably about a week ago about, about this stuff. And I was doing a flyer with a title on it. And he said, son, don't put that on there. He says what? He says, because the office is not a title. It's who you are. Ah, that. 
that. And if the gift is who you are, the office is who you are. It's one of the fivefold is who you are. So we praise God for the order, the structure, and all of those things. They are necessary. Right. But people are going to call you by what they see. Right. And that evangelistic anointing, that oil is just there. And so whether you have a title with some with the pastor's name, which is all well and good, if, mm-hmm. if it's not you, it's not going to come out of you. Right. And that's that. And I had to get there because I even struggled. I said, now, Lord, why can't Lord, why are you telling me all this stuff? What I'm supposed to do with this? <laughs> what is this? You know? And and of course, I laugh all the time because I was raised Baptist. Mm-hmm. We went to a church that we went to a school that was holiness based. <laughs> you know? We we, you know, at the end of the day, we're a melting pot. And now that's exactly right. Non-denominational church, right? That's right. Um, but even then, I I talked to Bishop not too long ago. It, we have our times, and I said, Bishop, I said, it's not until now. I used to love to go to Campobella. And I used to love to go with them to them little hot churches, mm-hmm. but love it. And it wasn't that they intrigued me with the running and the shouting, but I was always drawn into the speaking of tongues mm-hmm. and I never understood why, mm-hmm. but that's because it was in me from birth. He's been cultivating me since I was a child to be in these places and understand these things. And it was intriguing because I needed to know more about it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's no different than I used to always say, I, I want to give the 90 live off the 10. Mm-hmm. And it was one day my flesh was like, wait a minute, though. What if my little 10 ain't? And then it was like he, he snapped me because it was a natural. It was an innate thing right? that rose up in me. God, I don't want these millions for me. Mm. I want to live off the 10. I want to give the 90. Oh, I ride by and see abandoned buildings and I see futures for people. Future entrepreneurs, future single parents to help them get on their feet. I see that. I need millions to do kingdom work. I don't need millions so I can have the best of the best. Do I want fine things? Yes. But I need the millions to go and take that young girl who all she needs is a, is, a, is, is a little help to build a solid foundation to be who he has called them to be. Oh, I, I need it, and 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 you you like you need it. I need it because see, it, money makes things happen. Yes, it does. Money answers all things. And, yes, it and, does. And as long as I do right with it, it's gonna be a blessing for the kingdom. That's it. Listen, Shavetta, <laughs> I gotta get you back. I gotta get you back. I gotta get you back because you've got so much, and I know you stay busy. But I've, sir, I got to get you back. I got to get you back because we, I mean, you hit everything on the list and we could still go deeper into all of it. So I'm going to honor your time on tonight. <laughs> Sister, Sister Karina said, yes, bring her back. Sis, I'm going to try my best to get her back. I'm going to try my best to get her back. There go Joy trying to get me to do pre-orders for a book that I ain't put pen to paper yet, bro. <laughs> But listen, you you did it. You did it. And so um, I got to get the right. I yes, do. Um, it's just as clear I, as day. Yeah. It's just as clear as day. Listen, thank you all, because I'm going to let you take the final words here in just a moment. Thank you all for joining me tonight on The Pastor's Perspective. If this was your first time on the show tonight, I really hope that you enjoyed it. Would you do me 
a huge honor, a huge honor. And wherever the finer I, uh, podcasts are, iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, Spotify, would you go to one of those places, download a pastor's perspective, like and subscribe to the podcast. Please, please, please help me to grow my digital footprint. Once again, that's a pastor's perspective. And if you're on social media, you can like the page that you're on. And when we have guests on, you will be notified. And just to let you see who it is once again, my name is Pastor Kelvin Steele of A Pastor's Perspective. And also pastor in Simpsonville, South Carolina, the greatest people on the world at the in the world of the King's Worship Center in Simpsonville, South Carolina, that I'm going to have to get you up here too. Listen, <laughs> right before I let the woman of God close out on tonight, I do want to let you know my next live broadcast, excuse me as I cover us up, will be on November the 11th. And I just finalized my guest, Apostle Dana Holmes. He will be on November the 11th at 7 p.m. Podcast titled The Lord's Trailblazers. Listen, this yeah. man of God, Miracles, healings, signs, and wonders followed his ministry. That is going to be November the 11th, right here on A Pastor's Perspective at 7 p.m. November the 11th at 7 p.m. You do not want to miss this broadcast. I'm so excited and honored to have him on, but I'm just as excited to have on this great woman of God right here. This great woman of God who blessed us on tonight. Listen, I know you, you, I don't know how much you believe me when I say this to you, but when you responded so quickly and said, I'll do it, I was humbled and honored. Listen, and it's same when you ask, because um, just like me, I know your platform is important and you won't just have anybody. Oh, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, ma that's for sure. And so you asked me for the three things. Yes, um, ma'am. Be dedicated. Be authentic and truly be genuine, you know, um, in, in your pursuit, not genuine to what you desire, but genuinely seeking him to be who he has called you to be. And I close out my simple morning motivation with it all the time. Go be who he has called you to be because there's somebody out there waiting on you so they can be who he has called them to be. If we understand the lives that are connected to our assignments, then we would move with a sense of urgency because we have too many people out here perishing because we're not being obedient to his word. Whew. And on that note, once again, thank <laughs> you, uh, Shavetta, for being on tonight thank to you your family. Thank you for sharing her with me on tonight to Brother Belt. And I just, while she was talking, I sent you a Facebook friend request <laughs> so we can be connected. Amen. <laughs> and I gotta get you to meet my wife, Nicole. Uh, she yes. knows you from afar, but has never, I don't think she's met you in person. We have not. We follow each other. Food ties us together. <laughs> I believe that's what it is. I think it's the food, you know. <laughs> She's yeah. actually at culinary school tonight working on some things. She was talking to me about something. I'm not going to show all her business tonight, but I got to make that connection. I believe you will yeah. bless a life and I just got to make that connection sooner than later. So that would be great. So thank you. Don't drop off for me just yet. Family okay. that are out there, thank you again for tuning in on tonight. If you would do me a favor and share this on your timeline one more time so someone 
can see this on the replay. I'll also be replaying this next Thursday uh, at 7 p.m. We'll do a replay on it and it will be uploaded on the audio podcast tomorrow afternoon. So you'll be able to catch this again. So listen, thank you for joining in. I will see you live again on November the 11th at 7 p.m. where my special guest will be Apostle Dana Holmes of Columbia, South Carolina. Shavetta, you have blessed us on tonight. And for our guests that are out there, Thank you for joining. And until we speak, peace and bye. Welcome to A Pastor's Perspective. Now life is full of heartache, struggle, and pain. But the way we see it, we overcome because he overcame. We are to always pray. And everything that we do, we do it in Jesus' name. Now, a pastor is a shepherd. He's not selfish. He's friendly. He's a helper. A pastor is a teacher. Faithful. Sensible. He's much more than just a preacher. A leader. Well-respected. And this, well, this, my friends, is a pastor's perspective.